All right. Hello. Get the echo over here. Wow. I'm hearing echo. And that's because of that slider right there. Now we should be in pretty good shape here, guys. Hey, you're watching Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio, shortwave electronics. We're so glad you're with us tonight. And uh, we've got a great show for you tonight, I think. Uh, and also, if you're out there listening on International Shortwave on, on world-famous WBCQ on 7490, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us where in the world you are and you're listening and give us a signal report of the station. You know, low, we're low power, only 50,000 watts, but we're right up there at the Canadian... Uh, uh, main border, so you know we we we're getting out up here. So give us a, a shout there uh, on an email and let us know where you are. And uh, if you are listening on Shortwave, you're actually hearing this webcast on Thursday between five and seven p.m. Uh, Eastern time on seventy four ninety. If you'd like to join the show live, you can join the show live by going to w five kub dot com. On Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and we'd love to have you there. Hey, join our Facebook group. We've got about 14,000 people in our Facebook group. Just do a search for W5KUB, and uh, you'll find us. Or if you want to type the long name in here, type in Amateur Radio Roundtable. It'll take you to the same place. So uh, join us on Facebook. Also, man, we'd love for you to subscribe and help us out here. I'm going to help you out here, right over here, right right, right about there. It should be a subscribe button, right about there. I want you to hit that subscribe button, and that will help us to uh, help YouTube to uh, help uh, advertise our show to people that are surfing, you know, YouTube and looking for, uh, you know, radio-type uh, YouTube uh, electronics, things like that. So we get about 20% of our uh, viewers come to us from just clicking on the little YouTube uh, uh, suggested icons that are, you know, over on the side there. Uh, I think our YouTube chat room should be turned off. We do not use the YouTube chat room. If, you're, if that chat room is on, you're in the wrong place. Uh, we have our own chat room. If you'll just go to our website at W5KUB, Dot com and click up here at the top where it says chat and video. Uh, you'll you'll come up on our chat room. We'd love to have you join us in that chat room uh, right there. All right, uh, boy, a lot going on. Uh, uh, give you an update. I know several of you have been following us or saw it in our Facebook group. We had uh, pretty severe weather come through last night. Uh, about 80 mile an hour straight line winds came through last night. And uh, did quite a bit of damage throughout Memphis. Uh, the utility of power poles on many streets are just snapped. They've snapped off like toothpicks. Trees down everywhere. Uh, even some houses, I guess, because of electrical problems. Some houses even burned uh, and were completely destroyed. Uh, there's still uh, a lot of people in the Memphis area that does not have power uh, after you know, one or one or two days. I don't even remember when it was. It was yesterday or the day before. When was it, Glenn? Was it yesterday it was or the day before? before? I don't remember. I think it was yesterday. I don't know why we're not hearing Glenn. Uh, I'm here. Oh, he's here. 
Yeah, it's it was the day before yesterday. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I can't even I can't even remember. So much had been going on. And hey, hey guys, uh, every night now, I'm gonna keep my distance from you. But every night before the show, I take a shower, you know, wash my hair, make it look good, and all that. I jumped in there today and no hot water. So I had to go up there a minute ago and get the uh, pilot light lit and all that stuff. So hopefully we'll have hot water again. We've got another hot water heater on the other end of the house, but that didn't help me right now. Anyway, that's all. That's my problem there. Hey, Glenn, how you doing, man? Uh, I, uh, what was the weather like down at your place? We just got a little bit of rain. We didn't get any of the stuff that you got. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, you remember I work at the power company. And, yeah, we yeah. Got, you know, they, they've been fighting the outages for like three days running. You know, we had the storm Sunday, and then we had some the day before, if I'm not mistaken. Saturday night, some came through. Well, you know, even I didn't lose power uh, in my house with, with my new generator, you know. And uh, uh, we kept po power. Most of the storm, the bad part, went a little bit north of us. Right. And it got the, you know, the, the, the you know, the... Uh, the daughter, the granddaughters, uh, uh, son-in-law, they're staying with us in the next couple of days. They have no power up in Bartlett. Uh, it, it pretty much hit Bartlett really bad up there. So Yeah, yeah, we've had yeah. some of the facilities are offline because of power, and we're the power company. Yeah, well, I'm going uh, to publish your number on uh, Facebook. People are having trouble getting through to MLGNW, you know, to get a status, so... Since you work there, I'm just going to publish your number where they yeah. can give you a call. Uh, That'll be fine. I'll tell you what. Let me give you my boss's number. Oh, I, no, I don't want to bother him. Yeah, he's, that way he's you, know, too, you go straight to he's, the source. He's too high up, man. That's just going to bother him <laughs> right now. You know? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I deal with the network side of things. They won't let me near the stuff that gives you power. They don't, they don't let you ha mess with the high-voltage stuff? They don't trust me. Yeah, I, I can... They, they saw me come in with a box of tubes one day, and it's like, no, you're not going near that high-voltage stuff. Oh, man. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see if we can bring Rich in here. Rich is with us again. This is the last Tuesday of the month. Rich, you there? Yes, I am. Good evening, everybody. There you are. And, uh, well, how's, hey, hey, how's been the weather up there in New Jersey, man? You guys doing okay? Well, we there? just got some very badly needed rain over the past two days. Yeah. Uh, we've been very short. Uh, like four inches below where we should be, and, and uh, so we've had some pretty heavy-duty thunderstorms came through yesterday and last night, and uh, some areas around here got more today. We had some rain today, but not uh, any significant thunderstorms right here, uh, but we really needed the rain very badly, so I'm happy to uh, have gotten it. Well, all right. Well, hey, in just a minute, we want to find out what's going on with CQ. Uh, I, I want to say hello. We are, we've got we got three guests in here tonight. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Bob uh, KN4CMC from Springfield, Tennessee. He's going to be talking about uh, field day. We've got Elmer uh, N5EKF. I think he's going to be talking about a uh, uh, field day in Louisiana. And we've got. We got our friend Mark P on here, and he's going to talk about some stuff up in Ohio. So all that's going to be coming up in just a few minutes. We got pictures, and we're going to have some fun. So everybody, stand by for that. 
just want you to know we're, we're back on our old system, our, our broadcast system. I've got a bunch of more PCs now all hooked up here. Um, the other, the, the melon uh, that we were using, it's very, uh, how do I say it? It's a, it's a small, it, it's missing some things that I'd like to have. But it's, it's great for uh, things like going to a ham fest or doing a webcast here. But from the studio, I think we're going to continue with this system here because it gives us a lot more uh, flexibility in doing, doing things here. Andy got tired of hearing me gripe. And Glenn kept griping and griping and griping about that. So uh, took it, to, yeah. And I did fix one problem we had, but I won't go into it. It's a, it's a computer problem. Y'all are talking about a computer problem. Let's do this. Hey, hey, uh, Rich, let's go ahead and uh, let's jump in here with uh, uh, the update on uh, CQ. And let's talk about CQ. Very good. Uh, first of all, I would like to apologize to our print subscribers for our ongoing difficulties with getting the print issues out in the mail. Uh, we're doing our best to uh, get the presses rolling again and uh, get the issues out to you. And uh, I wish I could give you a timetable on that, but uh, just be assured that uh, you, you will get what's coming to you, and uh, it will be sometime. Um, Hopefully sooner than later. We're working very hard on, on making that happen. Um, fortunately, our digital edition has been right on time every month, and uh, we plan to continue with that at least. Um, and our July issue, which is going to be coming out at the end of this week on digital, is a kind of a people focus. We uh, have a whole bunch of, of people. I wrote about that in my editorial that basically – about the, the ham radio family uh, worldwide, including some closer in family members. Uh, unfortunately, part of that has to do with, with some of the family members that we've lost. Um, many of you know that Chip Margelli, K7JA, uh, became a silent key recently. Um, he uh, was a longtime friend of CQ while he was uh, working at Yesu for many, many years, and then he worked for us for a few years, and then went to work for Ohio Sound and eventually Ham Radio Outlet. Um, and uh, Chip will be missed by a lot of people. Also, one of our uh, former staffers, also a former league staffer, Pete O'Dell, WB2D, passed away. And uh, one of our new inductees to the... Uh, Contest Hall of Fame, which we have an article on in, in this issue, um, Ben uh, Butner, DL6RAI, um, died in a tragic tower accident just uh, before he was uh, scheduled to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. But we have a lot of good people stories, too. Um, we start out with our uh, usual Dayton Hamvention features. This time, our associate editor, uh, KB3UJW made her first visit to Hamvention, and even though she lives in Ohio, uh, it's the first time she's gone to Xenia, and she wrote about uh, her experience as a first-timer, which is very interesting. Uh, we have uh, K0NEB's photo essay, as uh, Joe frequently does for us, and uh, so if you didn't make it out there, 
then you get a sense of what you missed by looking at uh, Joe's photos and reading Sabrina's article. Um, we've also got the results of the 2023 CQ Worldwide Ritty WPX contest. And uh, again, keeping with our people focus, the report this time around is a little bit different. It's not just who came in first and came in second. Uh, our contest committee people selected several stories to tell of operators in different operating classes and what their experience was like. So it really fits in very well with our people theme that we didn't know we were going to have going into this issue, but we ended up anyway. You know, sometimes issues write themselves, they organize themselves, and the magazine tells you what it's going to be that month. And this was one of those cases. Um, as I mentioned before, we have our yeah, inductees into the uh, DQ Amateur Radio Contest and DX Halls of Fame. Um, fairly short list this year, so I'll just give a rundown to you. And uh, the Amateur Radio Hall of Fame, we have uh, Andy and Ted Andros, both silent keys, W0LTE and W0URN. They were the founders of High Gain. Um, Jack Curtis, also silent key, K6KU, he developed the Curtis Keyer. Uh, he revolutionized uh, CW keying uh, by putting a circuitry for an iambic memory keyer on a chip. Um, and these chips have been integrated into just about every transceiver that's out on the market today. Also, um, Jerry Lawson, WA6LVN, he was a pioneer of, of home video games, and uh, he developed the video game console that you could put different games into. Uh, before Jerry and his team developed this, they, uh, you, you know, you had to have a, a whole different game setup for each game. So he really made a big, big difference in the video game world. In the Contest Hall of Fame, we have uh, Kirk Pickering, K4RO, who is a founding member past president and past vice president of the Tennessee Contest Group, webmaster of their website, and uh, very big on helping new contesters get uh, their feet wet and learn the craft. Uh, we have Ken Clairbout, K4ZW. Um, he's operated from over a dozen countries around the world and has a, been a driving force in the ongoing training and mentoring of students at ET3AA in Ethiopia and uh, getting Ethiopia active through the college station there. Um, and uh, again, Ben Butner, um, DL6RAI, who was uh, operated from 49 different DX entities over the course of his uh, long career in AM radio. And uh, he's a co-founder of the Bavarian Contest Club past director of the Work Call Europe DX contest. Uh, so you can see he's really was a, a major player on the contesting stage. And uh, it's really sad that we lost him just before then. And the uh, DX Hall of Fame, we inducted Al Hernandez, K3VN, who uh, has been deeply involved in a lot of de-expeditions to rare and difficult 
to reach locations. He's been to more than 100 countries, and he's operated from at least 20 of them, and he's uh, been part of, of about a dozen award-winning de-expedition teams. Also, Adrian Kuperka, KO0SCA. He has been on over 30 de-expeditions in just over seven years and is kind of the voice and face of many of them, uh, including most recently um, Bouvet, the 3Y0J. He's uh, wrote up the article on that, and uh, he's also very heavily involved with 4U1UN, the uh, amateur station at United Nations headquarters. So those are our uh, inductees into the hall of, Halls of Fame for this year. And uh, you can read more about them in the July issue. Continuing on our people theme, we have a report from the annual HAMSI workshop. That's uh, Ham Radio Science Citizen Investigation, bringing together hams and professional scientists in uh, ionospheric science. And uh, the conferences I went to one a few years ago, they're always fascinating. Uh, just really enhance the, you know, the hams can help the professional scientists by being data points and collecting information from far more areas on the globe than any one scientist can get out there and, and collect. And then, of course, the scientists can help the hams by helping us to better understand the phenomena that we depend on for our communication through the ionosphere. So it's a very mutually beneficial uh, activity in bringing them together. If you're more interested in numbers than people, we've got a few of those articles on that too. Um, we've got uh, a short piece from K3MT on a free space path loss estimator, uh, letting you estimate and it's really all you need for most ham applications, how much your path loss is over different distances uh, without having to go to a calc scientific calculator to figure it out. And uh, it's a really quick and easy thing. Uh, W0RW has a piece on his first cell phone, which I'll show you the picture here. <laughs> that uh, takes us back a few years. So he is... <laughs> Very interesting piece. I love this story. This is, is uh, a new writer for us, uh, Guy Omega, VA7 Golf India, on uh, a cosmic dance with the ionosphere, the existential joy of amateur radio. This was a, a wonderful, wonderful story about how wonderful it is to be able to do what we do. And uh, it's a, I highly recommend reading it. Uh, among our columns this month, uh, WA2NDM and Mass Notes introduces us to ultrasonic communications. K0NEB and kit building looks at the NS80 plus transmitter and a charger module for the Elcraft KX2. That's in addition to his uh, photo essay on Dayton. Speaking of Dayton, Magic in the Sky editor Jeff Reinhardt, AA6JR, talks about his uh, road trip to Dayton from Southern California. And uh, you're gonna read more about that in the August issue, because one of the people on his trip was uh, our mobiling editor, NS6X, who uh, has his perspective on it in August. 
WB6NOA in Gordo's short circuit column uh, takes a look at the new general class exam, which is going to be going online July 1st. And uh, the differences from the old question pool to the new question pool and asking whether the new exam is going to be tougher or easier than the old one. And uh, his answer is no. It's going to be neither. It's just slight differences in the questions. A uh, lot of things bring things up to date. And uh, you know, these question pools are reviewed and looked at every four years. So it's uh, try to keep things updated. There's a lot of stuff on uh, digital voice, DMR, DSTAR, system fusion. There are questions now on that. Questions on FT8, uh, mesh network operations, um, things that might not have been significant uh, elements four years ago that are now added to the uh, general class exam. In uh, Learning Curve, Ron, KO0Z, takes a look at uh, one of our new books, Playing with Meteors, by his fellow columnist, Eric Nichols, KL7AJ. This is a really cool book. It's, it's not about meteor scatter. It's about the basics of ham radio. It's written for the non-ham to introduce you to why ham radio continues to be not only viable, but important in the 21st century. And uh, it's a, a good book. I helped edit it, so I, I know it very well, and I highly recommend it. <clears throat> um, in Ham Notebook, KH6WZ takes a new look at the wonderful world of surplus, starting with some old radios and old tubes, and then his specialty is not so much restoring old stuff that he finds in the flea market, but repurposing it. How can he take components or circuits from one piece of gear and apply it to something else that he's working on uh, frequently in the microwave spectrum in Wayne's case? In Digital Connection, um, N2IRZ takes a look at a revamped radio for higher speed packet. He writes all about how he voided the warranty on his uh, FTM 3100 to uh, let it operate high speed packet, um, which in this case is 9600 baud, but uh, still considerable, but considerably better than 1200, which is uh, what you would still expect in a lot of packet uses. In VHF plus, uh, N4DTF talks with uh, Rob Sherwood, NC0B, uh, about uh, audio and receiver performance in VHF plus receivers. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Rob, but he is, is an authority on receiver performance, and he has put together all sorts of tables and guides to really analyzing <clears throat> the performance of different receivers. So Trent takes a sits down with him and takes a, a close look at receivers for VHF, UHF, and above, and uh, gets the input from Rob on what to look for in those receivers. In our DX column, which is also our cover story this month, we take a look back 10 years 
to the Malpelo Island expedition, HK0NA, which was a, a record-breaking de-expedition. That record is still with us today for the number of individual CUSOs and uh, a great example of, of international cooperation. And that's uh, a really fascinating article and uh, good pictures, mm -hmm. too. That's why we put it on the cover. And uh, finally, in contesting, um, N3QE looks at the upcoming IARUHF championship in second weekend in July. And uh, that is also going to be WRTC this year, the World Radio Sport Team Championship. So they, they function together. So that should be very exciting. If you're into contesting, you'll have an opportunity to work some of the best contesters in the world, uh, all operating from within about 50 miles of each other in Italy with similar stations. And uh, you'll get a, a great opportunity to work some of the world's best contesters. Um, that's always a lot of fun. This is the, the 2022 WRTC, which was delayed because of COVID and travel restrictions that were still in effect last year, but thankfully have been lifted this year. And finally, in our propagation column, NW7US looks at the summer anomaly, um, the reasons why with the added daylight in the Northern Hemisphere in the summertime, why do we have problems with, uh, you know, the propagation is not as great in the summertime as it is in the winter and the fall. And he takes a look at, at why that is, even though you'd think the atmosphere, the ionosphere is getting more charged up with extra sunlight, but that's uh, not always the case. And you'll read why in the propagation column. So that's a quick look at the July issue of CQ, which will uh, be available in digital form on July 1st. And uh, we encourage anybody and everybody to uh, sign up and... Uh, Hopefully, again, we'll get the print issues rolling again very, very soon. So to subscribe and uh, help push us a little bit uh, closer to getting those print editions moving, um, encourage you to go to our website, www.cq-amateur-radio.com, and uh, sign up for uh, a three-year subscription would be really nice. So, Tom, All right. Well, hey, all yours. thanks for sharing it with us tonight um where's the next uh ham fest you're gonna go to uh rich oh we haven't been getting to many ham fest recently uh because of uh covid concerns primarily and uh, that seems to be dissipating a bit but i'm mm -hmm. still i'm a new grandpa yeah. and uh that's a whole new chapter and adventure in my life but uh my granddaughter is not yet old enough to uh be vaccinated for okay. uh, covid and i don't want to take chances of uh coming back with anything from a ham fest uh just yet well so, you know things are getting better and uh yes they are know, we've got uh, hey august I, I, hoping, hoping to see you in august there in, in huntsville you guys that would be have, great. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to make it this year, yeah. um, but maybe get back on the road a little bit next year. Yeah. 
Well, hey, hey, thanks for uh, the report on that. Hey, I like the cell phone you showed there. I remember those. Uh, I didn't have one of those, but I did have one of one of them that looked like a brick uh, when it first came out. So uh, things uh, things really change a lot over time, man. I guess they change for the better, you know. Oh man, yeah, well, they change for the different, but <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, things uh, things are phones. well, I. I don't know, but I, you know, if we had had the radios 60 years ago that we have today, it would have been a lot more fun. Well, I, I won't say a lot more fun. We had fun back then. We didn't we know any fun. difference, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, look, hey, man, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on with us. We'll see you again next My month. My pleasure. See you next month. Yes. All right, okay. man. Yeah. Talk to you later. All righty. Enjoy the summer, everybody. Uh, you too. Okay. Good night. All right, all right. Thank you, uh, Rich. Okay, hey guys, coming up, we're going to we're going to travel around the country and go to three or four ham fests here and talk about some ham fests uh, in different areas of the the U.S. here uh, in just a minute. And uh, stand by, and uh, we'll we'll uh, have that segment here in just a uh, a couple couple minutes. Uh, let's see what I gotta do. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and move into uh, our updates on our ham fest. And hey, uh, first let me let me make an announcement. That's what I was going to do. Uh, if you're out there listening on WBCQ, guys, we really appreciate you listening on Shortwave. And um, for you guys watching, here's a picture of the tremendous, gigantic antenna they put up there. This is the largest shortwave antenna. Uh, in North America, and uh, that thing actually rotates. Um, and uh, it, the I, I've seen the gear mechanism that turns that. If you want to see what size the motor is, I believe the motor is about the size of a phonograph motor, very small, and a lot of gears, and it moves that, I don't know how many ton antenna, but... Uh, you're looking at the antenna there. You're looking at the feed line going out there. That's up in Monticello, uh, Maine, uh, WBCQ on 7490. If you're listening out there, you're listening to Amateur Radio Roundtable. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Please do that. I also want to mention, hey, we're on just about nearly every podcast out there. Uh, my my graphics here ran out of spots. We're probably on three times as many now. But uh, you can find us anywhere from iNet Radio to Google Play to uh, iTunes. We're everywhere out there. Uh, so uh, you can listen to the show anytime, uh, audio only uh, there. And it, it's usually available uh, by uh, by Wednesday, every Wednesday morning. So please uh, please uh, take that in if you want to uh, to listen uh, just to the audio version there. Let's see. Uh, well, let's see. Did I tell you? Did I ask you? Yeah. Facebook. Uh, uh, no. YouTube. Subscribe right there if you will. Subscribe for us. Uh, really help us out if you'll subscribe. Hit that subscribe button right down here in that lower uh corner right here they help a whole whole lot join our facebook group it's called w5kub all right hey let's bring in bob kn4cmc 
I think Bob's in Springfield, Tennessee. Bob, are you are you there, Bob? Is Bob there? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for having there, me, there Tom. Yeah. Well, hey, Bob, uh, we want to talk a little about your ham fest. Tell, tell, first of all, uh, and I'll bring some pictures up here um, uh, that you can talk about. I think I can sort the ones out for you, for you guys. Uh, also, uh, tell us uh, where you are. Tell us a little, describe a little about your ham, your uh, field day, you know, the size and so forth. Well, we're in Springfield, Tennessee. We're located about uh, 30 miles north of Nashville, Tennessee, the music capital of the world, uh, some would say. Uh, we had uh, our members uh, were gracious enough to uh, put forth the effort. Uh, we got some uh, property secured on the main drag uh, that goes right through Springfield across from some major uh, department stores and up from the hospital. Uh, we set up out in the field with a tent. Uh, as you know, in Tennessee, it's hot and humid. Mm -hmm. uh, the only saving grace we had was there was a nice breeze. Uh, it was a great location. We had a lot of traffic going by. Uh, we had a lot of great signage up, and we did get quite a few people to stop in. Uh, we we are not a contesting club. We are more to promote amateur radio and to get interest in, in radio. Uh, we have our own VE team. Uh, we had several, a couple of them out there at times uh, talking to people about how to go about getting their license and we gave them all, of course, club information and how they can come to our meetings and attend training. We only operated two stations. Uh, we operated uh, uh, our one of our members, uh, Doug Aldrich, AAOBH. He operated an ICOM IC7000 with a 30-foot uh, mast on a 15-meter inverted V. He used a Sam Lux uh, uh, 1230. 35 power supply and used an 1800 watt home light, home light generator. He made nothing but DX contacts on 15 meters, and we found that hilarious. Uh, he got Uruguay, Spain, Belize, he got Puerto Rico a couple of times. It was just uh, really strange uh, conditions for field day. Uh, I had a uh, Kenwood TS 480 SAT with an MFJ 2286 portable HF antenna that went from 40 to 6 meters, and I used a lawnmower battery for power. Uh, and I only made five contacts. Uh, had one of our other club members make a contact. Uh, but like I say, we weren't really so much about making contacts as to just making the contact for a demonstration purpose to uh, people who are uh, preferably uh, interested in coming. Uh, you'll see on the pictures, we had a lot of great signage. Uh, one of our members, Bill Jones, N4LB, he donated uh, several banners and uh, uh, smaller, like, real estate signs. It's a Dasher Radio Field Day. We had uh, Mylar balloons that were very reflective, blowing in the breeze, and as they would sparkle, they'd catch drivers' eyes and we had several people stop in and mention that the, uh, seeing the signage and the glitter uh, attracted them in. Uh, 
we also had uh, uh, a fellow provide the tentage for us, uh, Lee Colwell, KM4RAP, and helped set it up with him was a fellow that's working on getting his uh, technician's license, uh, Russ Pertle, and we expect him to test this uh, next test session. And then uh, our club secretary, Kimberly Atley, uh, KN4ZAR, she was able to uh, get the property secured for us and all the, the documentation that we needed uh, from a landowner uh, because she's on a the county planning commission, so she knew all the right people. So oh. it worked out really good for us. We had plenty of water. Uh, I can say a good breeze, though it was very, very hot. Uh, and other than that, we had a blast. Uh, well, it's always fun. I'm sorry, I'm kind of a geek. Uh, even though by trade I'm a critical care nurse, but I really am amazed of what you can do with a radio, a lawnmower battery, and a little piece of wire. And you can talk miles and miles away. And that oh, just yeah. awe-inspiring to me. Well, Bob, I found some pictures. I found some of your pictures here. Let me see if I can uh, get them on here. Um, there we go. Uh, can you see that? Yes, that's the the tent uh, that Lee Colwell donated and the banner the club had bought uh, advertising the club. We had uh, cooler full ice water. Uh, my station is on that table, and behind uh, behind me, uh, sitting down there is. Uh, Doug A-A-O-B-H with the ICOM IC-7000. Uh-huh. Off to the right, uh, where you see the man in the blue shirt, is his uh, 30-foot mast and his inverted V. And farther off to the right is, uh, and to the front is my uh, MFJ-2286. Uh, these are the signs we uh, set up. On this property, there's a farmer's market, and they have the red and white tent. Yeah. Lots of flowers, vegetables, people coming and going, getting their uh, uh, summertime vegetables and flowers there. And we were just on the other side, but we had signage going all the way down the road uh, and a lot of balloons, like I say, that I think help catch people's eyes. Uh, that's the main drag uh, going through uh, Springfield pretty much there. Okay. Now, did you say did you say ten alpha? You operated ten alpha. No, we were two Bravo ten. Oh, okay, I was looking at the chat room. Somebody somebody thought it was ten A. Okay, very good. And let's see. Let me uh, let's see what other pictures you got here. Okay. Okay. Now I'm a cheap cheap guy. Uh, I don't mind getting down on my hands and knees and spending a couple of hours uh, painting on cardboard. That's so good. I stenciled uh, the what I wanted on a big sheet of cardboard. I painted it white and used red paint, and it jumped out at people and hung some mylar balloons off of it, and it worked out real well. Yeah, it looks good. looks good there. That's uh, one of the signs with our tent in the background uh, that uh, uh, N4LB, Bill Jones, he purchased. We He bought about four or five of those, mm -hmm. uh, and we had them all up and down alongside of the road. Uh, and there we have most of those cars are visitors to the site. Uh, like I say, we're big about talking up ham radio. Mm -hmm. uh, the ARL sign 
he had paid for and, and made up. Well, one thing about it, it may have been hot, but the weather was nice, I guess. It, at least it was uh, no no rain. It, it, those aren't rain clouds, are they? No, we had no rain, and we had a steady breeze. In fact, we lost several balloons. The wind uh, broke the strings on them. It yeah. was so breezy. And we had, like I said, our VE team there, so we had our VE team signage there. And uh, like I say, just signage, location uh, are the big things for these kind of things, I think. Uh -huh. All right. Well, hey, that looks good. Uh, it looks like you guys had fun out there uh, and uh, had a successful. It's fun to talk about radio. Yep. I think you proved that. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you did good out there. Uh, now, I went to a field day here in Memphis. I, I just have to say, I I don't know, man. You know, I, I my field days go back almost 60 years, and I can remember big field days, lots of excitement, lots of, uh, of people. The one I went to here in Memphis was just, it was, I'll just say it was a little boring, actually. You know, I don't know. Things have changed, I guess, a lot over the years. So yeah, one did, of our uh, members is, uh, I guess, an acquaintance of yours, Tommy Thompson, KD4TJO. And uh, he said that uh, you were real, uh, always big into radio and passing it on to other people, uh, passing your knowledge on. Well, we, we try to. You know, it's a hobby that you do a lot of sharing with and 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 uh, friendship with, with a lot of people. Uh, that's, that's why I was a little disappointed in, in uh, the ham or the field day I went to. Uh, I was, I guess, expecting a little bit more out of it there. Uh, but, but another thing, it was so hot here. I mean, you, you were, you're also in Tennessee. It was hot here, man. It, it was scorching hot. And I don't know, did... It was hotter for you than it was for yeah. us. Uh, I think the humidity uh, was worse where you are. Well, it, it, it could be. Uh, it was just, it was miserable. Uh, but, you know, hey... Field day is, you know, a, a, a practice uh, for setting up equipment and operating under emergency conditions. And, uh, you know, if, if we ever have a forest fire come through here, we'll be prepared, man. Yeah. Or the tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, or tornado, whatever. Any, we'll be prepared, you know, with uh, with anything here. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and, and talking about this. Now, this was the, um, what was the club name? The Robertson County Amateur Radio Club, N4RCA. Okay, yeah, I was going to say N4RCA, Robertson County Amateur Radio. Yeah, okay. Yep. Very good. All right, well, uh, thank you again for coming on and showing us and showing us the pictures and talking to us. You got something else? Nope, thank you. Okay, appreciate it. Hey, stick around with us if you want to see the other uh, field days and uh, be, uh, you know, just hang in there with us. We'll probably open the phone lines up a little later. Who knows who to call in and what we'll be talking about. But thanks, thanks a lot, uh, Bob. All right, hey, let's go to... Um, 
Let's go down to Elmer. Now, Elmer, Elmer was with the Ascension Amateur Radio Club. Elmer, coming here. What's what's the name of the what's the name of the town there? Prairie. Prairie it's not Prairieville, is it? Yes, uh, we're located uh, just outside of Baton Rouge in Ascension Parish, uh, Louisiana. We're a little different down here. We have parishes instead of counties. So yeah. we're a uh, bedroom community for uh, city of Baton Rouge, which is the Louisiana state capital, and also home to the new College World Series baseball champs, the LSU Tigers. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, have you got some pictures there loaded up you can show us? Uh, I'll turn I do. On, uh, I'll turn see if we can on. do this. Let's see. Sure, i got to turn sharing on. Mm, let's see. Well, I think that's interesting. It's been a while since I've done this one. Let's see. I think it's going to sip your screen with share. I don't know if it's going to share or not. Okay, let's see. I think it's up now. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to work. Yeah. I think uh, Zoom has changed their uh, their menu on me. I couldn't find what I used to click on for sharing. All right, so uh, if you can get it cranked up there and going, you know, just tell us, tell us what you got. Okay, so uh, this is a couple of our members right here. Uh, uh, you need to open. Florida you need to open City the picture up. I think you need to open the picture up larger. To just double click on it. All right. Are you seeing my screen share? Uh, you know what? Hang on. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just seeing small uh, small pictures. We're seeing the directory icons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. It, uh. I think you need to double click on one of the pictures. Or you shared the wrong window. Okay. Oh, if you want to, Tom, I could you just go to, you can pull it up. I think you had our Facebook up. Oh, wait, there, let's see. Hang, hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. Uh, under security. Yeah, you've got that checked. It was on his ends. He had the wrong window shared. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. But um, anyway, we um, like I say we're near Gonzales, Louisiana, which we pride ourselves as being the jambalaya capital of the world. And if you're not familiar, jambalaya is a uh, smothered meat and, and seasoning and, and rice dish that we have down here. Uh, kind of rivals with gumbo. Uh, so, of course, we started off uh, before, way before field day, we started off with, uh, you know, cooking our uh, jambalaya. And uh, even though the temperature outside was about 98 degrees with mm. uh, about 95% humidity, our, uh, you know, guys were out there you know, over an open fire, uh, you know, starting the jambalaya because uh, besides radio, the ham's favorite thing is, uh, is eating. Yeah. So uh, we had, uh, like I said, the jambalaya going way before the uh, 
the trailer was set up. And uh, we're very fortunate uh, after Hurricane Katrina, the guys who were in the club back in, in the early 2000s were able to secure some FEMA funding and put together a uh, communications trailer, which is what we operate our field day and winter field day from. Inside that, uh, we've got a multitude of radios, including two ICOM 7300s. And uh, we have an in 40 foot inflatable mast that used to be on a, one of the TV vans uh, down here that the club was able to get once they decommissioned uh, that TV van. So we used that 40 foot inflatable mast to uh, hoist up. Uh, we had a uh, dual band VHF UHF antenna on it. We had a 15 meter ham stick and two Buckmaster off center fed dipoles that we use. Um, and we operated predominantly on 40 and 20 meter phone and made about uh, 130 contacts over the course of the day. Uh, we, uh, like say, kind of like uh, the other gentleman, uh, Bob, we're not really a contesting club, but what we do is we try to get our newer members who may not, who are technicians or just uh, newer hams, try to get them on the radios and get some experience on HF and kind of get them to, uh, you know, for, uh, get that bug going in them to get on the air. Uh, something else we, uh, we did, we advertised on our Facebook and uh, local newspaper, uh, and we had a couple of scout groups come in. Uh, we're working on a Pico balloon project uh, that, you know, you're very familiar with, Tom. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're trying to... Uh, do some Pico balloons uh, with our club in the hopes of uh, partnering with either some uh, college students uh, and local scout organizations to learn about not just ham radio, but all the science that's involved with Pico balloons, because it's a lot more than just uh, inflating a balloon and letting go of the string. So um, we had uh, a Girl Scout group come by uh, here in Gonzales, is uh the girl scouts have a stem center that is under construction right now and should be finished up pretty soon but it is one of the girl scouts of america it's one of their uh first five of these locations that are being built across the country and the whole idea is to get the girls involved with stem projects and we're located on the mississippi river just south of baton rouge so we have a lot of heavy industry down here, especially petrochemical. So uh, there's a big uh, emphasis and demand for uh, people in a, with a science and especially engineering background. So uh, and then, you know, in this day and age we're in, there's more of a uh, push to get females involved in science too. So uh, we figure it's kind of like we can do the science in, in ham radio and, uh, you know, hopefully – get a, a future ham down the road. Uh, we also had one of the uh, members of our clubs got a couple of sons in Boy Scouts. So he was there with uh, the Boy Scouts. And like I say, we're trying to work with um, the schools, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts on our Pico Balloon project. Um, so uh, they, they got on the air a little bit too, made a few contacts. But we talked about all the, the science and technology that's involved in ham radio. Um, you, you know, just 
the, the computing, the Raspberry Pis, the Earth science, uh, even you know sunspots in the solar cycle. So we, we were able to talk uh, to the scouts about things like that, which they really didn't uh, think that you know all that goes into ham radio. Uh, so good. Anyway, we had a great day, uh, made some contacts, got some, uh, we start off in the morning because here, um, field day doesn't start till one in the afternoon, our time locally. So what we do in the morning besides cook jambalaya is, uh, we started off with a VE test session that morning and we did get a brand new ham and a brand new club member, uh, out of the test session. And then, uh, we put on a couple little, uh, presentations. I did one on uh, field day, uh, everything that goes on kind of behind the scenes as far as, you know, press notifications, uh, the safety officer, uh, advertising, things like that uh, to promote field day. So, uh, you know, gave them a presentation on that. And also uh, we talked about, uh, I did another presentation after on uh, FL, the FL Digi Suite. Uh, to try and introduce that to, you know, our, some of our newer ham radio operators who may want to get into some of the digital modes. And I tell people when, when I put together these presentations, I learn stuff too. I mean, just because my name is Elmer, which is a great ham radio name, doesn't mean I know it all. Uh, so uh, I, mean, I learn stuff when I put these presentations together. And in the FL Digi Suites, you know, they've got the FL message, uh, which you know has all your Red Cross uh, forms in, embedded in it. It's got the ICS 213s for your uh, you know uh, traffic and stuff like that. So it was a learning experience for me as well. And uh, so after that, we sat down and ate some uh, some of our jambalaya. And by then it was one o'clock, and uh, we commenced to uh, get on the air. Made some contacts. Um, and then we took a break that evening, uh, about seven o'clock our time, to uh, watch the LSU baseball game on the big screen uh, inside the fire station. Uh, we're very fortunate. A couple of our members here are paid firemen, and uh, they've got a great facility right down the road from the house. Um, it's a busy working fire station, but right behind it is their training center. So we set up on the back of their property and we have full access to their training center and their computer and all the audiovisual equipment. So it's a, it's a great place to, uh, to work from. All right, well, so uh, while you're talking here, I was looking through our Facebook group to see if I could find any pictures. I don't recall if you sent any in or not, but uh, you've given us a good description of all the things that, that you guys have done down there and and uh, how uh, I guess how the word's getting out, and you got you got uh, industries down here, uh, you know, uh, looking at the STEM possibilities, and you know a lot of the, a lot of people that are in these STEM groups are hams, and uh, I'm hoping that those groups will support you, uh, knowing that uh, you know. Uh, you guys are yeah we yeah we had a, a really great interest from you know, like say the the girl scout leader was also a uh local elementary teacher she teaches uh fifth or sixth grade so they're doing a lot with stem in the uh raspberry pi she was very familiar with the pi, raspberry pi computers 
And uh, so that was definitely a, a very worthwhile uh, connection that we made with, uh, with the Girl Scouts and with the local educator. And uh, like I say, we're looking at putting a Pico Balloon project and hopefully getting that up, on, uh, up in the air uh, maybe this fall. Uh, we also mm -hmm. work with a gentleman from the uh, Southwest Louisiana Amateur Radio, uh, Ted uh, Lyon, um, uh, KG5TED. Ted's yeah. launched numerous balloons as well. So yeah, we're I, working I with Ted. him as well. Yeah. And we bought, he launched one from Lake Charles uh, during uh, early field day morning. So we kind of watched that in on uh, Whisper and APRS.by. So that was, you know, some more aspects of ham radio that we were able to share not with just with the uh, the scouts but our other members too especially our newer ones who you know aren't familiar with aprs or whisper or uh mm -hmm. the, the technology that goes into the pico balloon tracking and stuff so um like i say we it was a great day uh, everybody really enjoyed it we had great food great company uh great baseball and um everybody learned and had a good time and and that's what we're here for um now, we're, it, it, we're a uh we look at all the different yeah. aspects of ham radio we do emergency communications but you know it's got here's all this other cool stuff you can do with ham radio so i saw your tent you're set up kind of in a field there off the sidewalk and uh i know there's this market nearby there uh did you have many people that were not hams that actually came to see what was going on we actually had two ladies who stopped by. They saw the uh, article in the newspaper, and uh, like I say, two ladies who stopped by who were interested in, you know, emergency communications uh, to family members in case of a hurricane, uh, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, over the last few years, we've had more than our share of those down here. And uh, cell phones are great when they work, but when they don't work, uh, that's kind of where we come in. So they were looking for ways to communicate um, you know, with family members out of the area. And in our, in our communications trailer, besides the ICOM 7300s, we also have Yezu System Fusion, we have DMR, uh, we run a couple of uh, Kenwood TM710Ds, um, but also we have other services in there too. We do CB radio, we do marine VHF, um, mm -hmm. And also uh, GMRS, our uh, communications wow. trailer has a uh, mobile GMRS repeater. And that's another aspect that we use to, uh, to get people into ham radio. So you're, you're involved in GMRS, yeah. and I call it a starter drug. Uh, they get, involved, they get uh, the, into the GMRS radio, and they're like, yeah, this is cool, but I'd like to do more. And this guy, okay, we got him hooked. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, we, we've gotten quite a few new members who started out as GMRS users and been able to bring them into ham radio. So, like I say, that's a great starter drug. And then uh, in the trailer, we also have a radio where we can communicate with our uh, uh, Governor's Office of Homeland Security, GOSEP, uh, through the Louisiana Public Service uh, Network. They have a 700 system here in the uh, statewide in Louisiana that we also have access to out of our communications trailer. So you guys are really uh, expanding across a lot of different communications, GMRS, uh, CB, ham radio, uh, you know, um, the uh, maritime. Uh, 
uh, stuff. You know, I, I've been reading lately, a lot of hams are now trying to get into GMRS. Uh, I guess the little bit of difference there, they, they kind of help each other out. And, you know, hey, if you had a ham that's also a ham and has GPRS, those people with GPRS in, a, in an emergency, they'll be able to contact the ham, and the ham then can use his station and, you know, uh, carry on and uh, probably, you know, extend extend his uh, help through a ham radio. All yeah, right. like I say, uh, the, one of our neighboring clubs has a uh, monster GMRS repeater on one of the government towers. It's at 700 feet. So the coverage on that thing is incredible. So, you know, a lot of hams uh, have gotten their GMRS license, mm -hmm. too. And, uh, you know, so, you know, you have hams who go to GMRS and then GMRS who come to ham. So yeah. uh, it's it's another, you know, arrow in our quiver of tools um, that, that we can use there and, uh, and, and try to promote, you know, our hobby uh, through that. Uh, we our club has multiple repeaters, including a GMRS repeater. Um, but like I say, the, the neighboring club has uh, has that big one over there that covers uh, multiple parishes here in Louisiana. So how many and, uh, uh, how many people are in your club? Well, back in 2016, we had a flood of biblical proportions down here that wiped out quite a few of the members, mm. and we even had one of our repeaters that went underwater. Uh, wow. So I joined the club, I guess, uh, not quite a year after that, it's back in 2017, went to a meeting, I saw it advertised in the local paper, and there were three people there counting myself. Hmm. So from, uh, I came up, I, I suggested like, hey, you know, somebody ought to do a newsletter. And they said, hey, you can do that. You're our new secretary. And, uh, you know, uh, so I kind of started that newsletter and mine is a little different. Uh, it goes out to all the area clubs and covers their stuff, too. So from using that, we've been able to build a club from those three members back in 2017 who came back after the flood to uh, this past uh, field day. We had the, the new ham and who's a new club member. So that brought brings us up to 54 members. So we've been mm -hmm. growing the club. Uh, we pick up one to two members a month. Uh, so we, we're, we're definitely seeing positive growth with the club because we, we run a fairly active club here. Uh, we try to, you know, do our club meeting beginning of the month and some activity, uh, and, you know, grow the hobby, grow the interest. So, uh, like I say, we're, we're up to uh, 54 members right now. Well, that's a, that's a pretty good group. Actually, hey, put me on your mailing list. I think you, probably you do this uh, via email. Put me on your mailing list for your uh, newsletter, and uh, if interesting things pop up in a newsletter, we'll we'll uh, announce them on our show here. Okay, um, like you said, your your audio is very very low, so I'm having oh, a hard it? time picking you out. But uh, okay. anyway, uh, we've uh, definitely enjoyed being here. We're uh, you know growing the club, growing the hobby, doing our part, and we we're hams. We communicate. So with my newsletter that I send out, that's up to almost a thousand people uh, that get that every month. And, uh, you know, we belong to, you know, multiple clubs and, uh, you know, we don't all have to compete against each other or reinvent the wheel. So 
most of us down here set up as 501c3s. So instead of, you know, having to pay somebody to do that, you know, how do you set up your paperwork and, and all? Uh, we share that information. So we help each other out. We communicate, uh, you know, across, you know, the, the club lines and uh, all try to help each other out and uh, attend each other's activities and, um, you know, all, all to grow the hobby and have fun. Well, Elmer, hey, it sounds like you guys got a great club down here. You're really into a lot of stuff. And uh, you know it's it, it's it's growing, so that's that's great. It is, and uh, yep, we, we like I say uh, we try to learn things and, and have fun. That that's what we're here for. It, it's a hobby. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you sharing it with us tonight, and uh, stick around with us the rest of the show if you if you have time and you feel like it. And uh, um, we don't know what's going to come up here in a few minutes. We'll uh, we're just going to open it up for discussion. Okay. And uh, there may be a lot of questions for you guys down there in uh, Louisiana, you know, who, who, who okay. knows? Yeah, I liked uh, Bob's uh, thing about the signs and all that. So, yeah. you know, uh, I uh, don't mind stealing someone else's idea and use it to benefit our club to, you know, make it better or more fun. So, uh, Bob, right. thank you for the, uh, the idea about the signs. All right. Well, great. Hey, guys, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Elmer, for, for the uh, update there on the – Ascension Amateur Radio Club. Okay. And, uh, right. man, well, we really appreciate you. Thank you, I look forward to working with you on the Pico Balloon. Yeah. Hey, shoot me another email. If there's anything I can do to help you, I'll be glad to uh, to help you there. All right. And, well, uh, you mentioned that. Ted. Uh, I think it was a Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Lyon. Yeah. I, I, I've helped him and uh, know him, and uh, uh, he's a great guy down here, and he's he's good into Pico, Pico Balloons, yeah. too. So he can help you, too. All right, very good. Hey, uh, Glenn, Glenn, uh, well, hey, we're going to go to the Ohio Ham, uh, Ohio Field Day here in just a couple minutes. Let's get Glenn Popel in here and see if he's still awake. Glenn, you still awake here? Oh, yeah, I'm still awake. The cat's been in and out here a little bit, but, yeah, I'm hanging in there. I had my cup of coffee. I think I'll make it tonight. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you missed Field Day. Uh, yeah, you missed I the had heat. A conflict on both days this year, so couldn't make yeah. it this year. I'll definitely make it next year. You uh, you you missed the heat. Uh, I experienced the heat, man. It was well, hot was out there. It the was heat. hot. Woo. Yeah, it was. Uh, fortunately, I was in the shade mo most of the morning. Yeah. But, uh, the afternoon, I was in air conditioning on both days, so I was good. Well, that's good. I came back early and I got in the air conditioning myself. Man, oh yeah. gee, yeah, it I, was it was. Quite I think hot. as you get older, you just can't stand stuff like this anymore. You know, so yes, you know. But no, I miss field day this year. But you yep. know, hopefully, I'll be able to make it next year. Well, maybe so, and uh, you'll probably be down at Olive Branch or somewhere next year. I'll yeah, come they down were and... down at Hernando Point oh, yeah, that's right. this year, Hernando. and I much prefer the Olive Branch yeah. Uh, Park Yeah, I would, I would, too. I would, too. All right, we're fixing to uh, have uh, Mark Pupo with us here. What is Mark's call? K-E-H-I-W, -E I think. Well, I, I can never remember his call. I need to. It ought to be a simple call. We're going to have him in here in just a second. Uh, again, if you're listening out there on radio, you're listening to Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio, and uh, we're discussing 
a day every year that the hams get together and go out and set up uh, uh, radios and antennas out in the field and test their emergency uh, communications. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Mark, are you there, Mark? Come on in here, Mark. I am here. Your Mark is there. All right. Well, Mark, uh, man, now tell us where you went. I, I live in uh, Bellbrook, Ohio, and uh, the local amateur radio club participated in field day, and that's where I went. I've got a slideshow of some video and um, yeah, stills that I can run for you. All right. Now, hey, now Mark is a good friend of ours. He helps us out with a lot of stuff. He he, he and I we we got together and we did the the remote Dayton uh, ham fest. Uh, what a month or two ago, and Mark was the guy there, and I was the guy back here in the studio. Anyway, hey, Mark lives only. Well, how far you live from uh, the the uh, what do you call it? It's the fairgrounds. Twelve minute drive to Hamvention. How, how many minutes? Twelve. Oh man, yeah, yeah. If I had a twelve minute drive, I'd be going all the time too. But I, you know, Let's see, it's two thousand. No, it's a thousand miles round trip. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to start slowing down a little bit. Hey, let's see if you can share your uh, your videos and your pictures. I, I haven't been on Zoom in a while, but we're back to our old system. Zoom has changed their menu. Normally, I go to I go to security and I I, I, I click allow share, but it's not there anymore. So. I don't know if you can share or well, not. Well, you had it on the screen a little while ago. It was the top checkbox on was the it? screen you had. Well, let me just look at this real quick. Well, uh, well he's sharing the screen. Oh, right he's sharing here. it. Okay, yeah, he's sharing it there. Okay. Oh, man, look at that. Let me get this other picture out of the way here. Kind of scoot that over to the side. There we go. And let get me off the picture here. Hey, that's a nice sign right there. All right, Mark, you, you, you got it, Mark. You know, this is up in Ohio. This is uh, the, the sign they had at the end of the driveway at the uh, park where they uh, where they had the uh, field day. And that's their uh, website, bellbrookarc.org. Oh, man, nice. And uh, they were using a generator, so they were officially... Uh, Getting that box checked for uh, not being on uh, uh, public yeah. uh, utility. They're running an emergency generator. Let's see if the videos will play. That's what I'm really wondering. Because it's kind of wonky the way it works in this presentation. As a, those were solar panels. One of the members was uh, charging his batteries with the solar panels. See if I got a better. Uh, Do we have? Did we have audio with that? Yeah, there was audio with that. I don't know. It wasn't much. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I was hearing it. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. There should be some audio with this. CQ Field Day. CQ Field Day. Whiskey Delta Golf November. Whiskey Delta Golf November. Whiskey Delta Golf November. What is that? Uh, Whiskey eight. Oh, okay. Delta Golf November. I must have the eight filter turned on here. Well, how is your temperature? You guys manage it a little better than we did. 
Oh yeah, it was a lot cooler. It was not. Uh, it was probably upper seventies with a light breeze. So it was uh, much nicer. It was sunny, but yeah. Uh, they had a uh, display, and then they had a, a live map of uh, as they were making contacts. Oh, that's cool. So as people would log the contacts, it would populate the uh, the uh, graphic of the uh, map. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, we might have to do something like that someday. Uh, did you have one person responsible, or could ever, anybody at any position update the map? Anybody, well, anybody that logged a, uh, they, there was a guy logging uh -huh. the contacts with the operator at each position. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, the map feature is an automatic function. I'm pretty sure that was in 3FJP software you were using. Oh, okay. And it's a function of the software. When you make the contact, it fill, fills in the map. I got you. Yeah. A little more uh, individual. You know, I, I noticed, Glenn, everybody's got a computer nowadays. Look at that. You, you can't be a ham without a computer. Well, that's how they were logging their uh, yeah. contacts. See if I get this to move along. There we go. Maybe. I've got audio, but the video didn't play. Looks like the old standby uh, 7300, maybe. If we can, uh, I think I have. Uh, well, it's, oh, yeah. it's acting up. The reason it's acting up, we got Glenn on here. Oh, there's the food. That's the best part right there. I think that's it. Yep, yeah, that's the end of it. Well, that's uh, that's uh, pretty good. It looked like you had a nice setup there, a nice grassy place. Uh, I'm glad the temperature wasn't as hot as it was here. Yeah, we missed the bad weather, but there was stuff predicted for that day, and we never got anything. I think it went south. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of going north. It come from the northwest and went southeast. That's the way it hit us. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got a video here of... Memphis. Well, I'll put it on here in a minute in case there's any Memphis people watching. Anything else there, uh, Mark? Uh, you want to comment on? Did they have a big turnout. Did they have visitors or anything? They, they did have visitors. Uh, I was there at the beginning, so I don't know how it went. I didn't get back to it later in the day. I had other things going on. Well, you know, if you... Uh, if you can have your field day in a very public place, you'll get visitors just 
people that are curious, you know, what's going on. Uh, a lot of field days are out in the middle of nowhere, and then, you know, you're going to have to bust your visitors in if you're going to have visitors. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, I'll, uh, I'll show you real quick the Memphis. And I, I apologize for this. I, I think it's kind of kind of boring myself, but I'm, I'm going to show it to you. It's pretty short. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll pull it up if I can figure out. There we go. Okay. All right, guys, this is just a quick walk around of uh, some of the positions of the Memphis uh, Field Day. And um, they had, they, you know, had, you know, a 40 meter, 20 meter, uh, 15 meter setup. Uh, we got, we've got uh, our friend Rick, uh, WA4NVM here trying to, they've got a uh, six meter FT8 and uh, satellite uh, position. The computer didn't cooperate to get the satellite software running, so I don't think they did any any satellite stuff. They did a little FT8, maybe some, maybe some um, six meters. But here it is, right here again. Not much to see, but this was Memphis. Here we go. Let's see. Without the generators, pretty quiet little generator. You can see everything is spread out. Really a long distances between each position here. One thing about it, QLM, you got to deal with the QRM on field day. I think that's 40 meters. I think that's 40. Maybe 20. That may be 20 meters. They've got them a vertical there. I think that's 40. Pretty good. That's 40. I'm walking down 40 to 40 meters down here. Yeah. Uh, you got some nice supports for their antenna, their 40 meter dipole. I think it's between these two telephone poles here, our light poles. I, I can't see the wire yet, but uh, I wonder if the power company would, up there. would find on that if they knew that was across there. Still don't see it. Must be a stealth antenna. Oh yeah, I see the feed line now. See the feed line.
Hello. Is this uh, 40 meters? Yep. 40? Make any contacts? Uh, 11. So uh, that's cool. So you can see here the great distances that all the different stations were separated by. Um, it's a pretty big park, and they just went out to the edges. From here, we'll go across to the satellite and six-meter FTA station. But yeah, it's nice supports for the 40-meter dipole for sure. Got a few solar panels laying out, not particularly aimed any way, way but just uh, facing straight up. It's pretty sunny today. I'm sure they're getting enough sun. Let's walk over to the six meter FT8 and satellite. I don't think they're going to be running satellite because uh, they're having trouble with COM ports on the computer. They cannot make the satellite system work. Six meters. Got your solar, it's not hooked up yet. You're going to be featured on a show Tuesday night. Oh, okay, that's great. We'll probably use your picture right here. And I can ask people to give, to give my autograph now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, this is what field day is like here in uh, Memphis, Tennessee area. Uh, looks like most of the guys are just sitting around telling old stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and new ones. Old and new stories. <laughs> I, I noticed here in the shade, guys, it's pretty warm. There's shady spots up that way that are a lot cooler. I don't know why. Not enough airflow here. Maybe not. Well, Maybe there's not. a lot of hot air from these old it, it may be some hot air here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, again, guys, that that is not the... Uh, that is not the field days that I used to be accustomed to. Uh, man, I'd go to field day and we'd stay there all night, man. Operate and stay up all night, man. So I, yep. I, I don't know. That was a back then. Hey, that was a good old days, man. When you, when you go and stay up all night, man, it was exciting. Yeah. Woo. All right. Well, That's probably all the pictures and videos we've got tonight on our field day. Uh, let's see if anybody wants to join us. Last a few, few last-minute comments. I'll uh, I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put the link here. There's a link if you want to join us. Click on that link right there. I just put in the chat room, and uh, you can join us on the show here. Tell us about your. Uh, 
your field day or maybe a project you're working on. And if we don't get any per precipitation here in the next few minutes, we're probably going to go ahead and end the show at about 9.30. That way I can go get me some popcorn. All right. While we're at it, let me ask Mark there. Mark, now, I haven't gotten many reports of you making. Hey, are you making any contacts with the radio up here? You got your antenna up in the air? Come in, Mark. Mark's been a little slow about getting on the air. Mark, Mark's not talking. Mark, hello, Mark. I lost the Zoom screen. It was back and behind a bunch of things. Oh, okay. So, you, you've, you've had a radio now. You had a radio now for about two years. I brought it up to you. You had a radio for two years. And they even gave you a, a cheap homemade antenna just to get you on the air that first night. And, man, I don't think you got on the air for about a year. And I kept hearing this uh, uh, excuse your antenna was on the ground or something. So uh, give us that, a status. That seems to be a common problem. Give us a status. What's going on up there? Uh, well, the, the antenna I got from you is up in the air, and it's been staying up for the most part. But I've got to get uh, enough coax to the end of the coax it has to get inside the house. Oh. So that's my problem, and I just, I've got a lot of things i got to do. I've got grass to mow. And well, I, I mean, if I'd known that, I'd have brought you some more coax. I've got a lot of old coax rolled up out there. I bet you i got some coax out there that's probably close to... Man, I don't know. I bet you it's 80 years old, man. It's stuff I used a long time ago, man. Uh, I, I, it doesn't matter how old it is. It still works. Yeah, yeah but if it's 80 years old, it's only going to be able to do stuff like CW. That's right. Yeah, you can only do <laughs> CW with it. Yeah. Uh, hey, I've got a I've got 100 feet of a 7-8-inch hard line out there, a cable hard line. I can't give it away to anybody. Yeah, that's very low loss if somebody somebody around here wanted it. Yeah, but it's 75 ohm. Well, you know, you put a connector on both ends, and your SWR would probably still be below 1.5. Yeah, it'd be about 1.5. Yeah, so, you know. That's, uh, you'd be using it at low frequencies. So yeah, it's yeah. That's not, not bad at all, man. Yeah. Um, Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking at the chat room. Tom, I understand you've done music at some ham fest. At least it's shown in your video intro. Yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, Brent. That's that's the uh, 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 round table band, Brent. Uh, you must have missed the night that I showed it. Uh, let me get them right here. I've got them right here in the drawer. Uh, so Brent, if you if you're interested in joining the band, I think you're going to go to Huntsville this year, Brent. And uh, um, I'm thinking about trying to get the band back together uh, again. And look, Brent, look right here. This is our first album right here. This was this was Bad to the Bone right here. That's uh, Bad to the Bone. Uh, this is streaming live. This was uh, live at the 2014 Huntsville Hamfest. And uh, we've got nineteen ninety nine a price on here, but I'll tell you what, 
if you buy if you buy one of these at double the price, we will send you a second one free. All right, so that's bad to the bone right there. So, you know, CD. You know, we're we're uptown. And then, hey, the one that you probably saw in our in our intro was Soul Man. There's our Soul Man album right there, and uh, you can see the people in the in the uh, in the band there. We have. Uh, we have uh, Emmett from uh, Radio Waves. We've got uh, Don Wilbanks there. We've got uh, uh, Richard Stubbs. We've got Joe Eisenberg playing the, the guitar back there. You might not. That's me playing the saxophone. I don't know if you can see that or not, but in the background there, that's me on a saxophone back there. So uh, that was a pretty good gig we did that year, and we actually did that before before everybody uh, left the uh, the flea market for the day, near the end of the show, we were afraid that uh, management of the show uh, frowns on uh, people making a lot of noise. And we were we were getting a band together, but we waited till like five minutes before the end of the show one day. And cranked the band up there while everybody was there. So there we go, back to the bone right there. That was a uh, oh hey back back to bone. That must be a special. It, we got two ninety nine on it, two ninety nine on it right there. No, that's Soul Man. You got the two. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is Soul Man. This is Soul Man. Yeah, this is uh, it's featuring. This is the Amateur Radio Roundtable Band featuring Soul Man right here, and uh, that was a pretty good one right there. To tell you the truth, uh, and you know if. Again, if you two ninety nine, if you if you buy buy the first one at double the price, we will send you a second one free. So um, there you go, guys. We we we've got we've got two albums out, and uh, I hope we make another album. Uh, Brett, let me know what instrument you'd like to play, or what you know. Maybe you're the. the well, he said lead. he plays the bass. Maybe you're the lead vocal. I don't know, but uh, maybe we can get the band together again uh, there at uh, Huntsville this year. We may even get Glenn to join us. I don't know. What do you play, Glenn? The air guitar. There. Well, well, well you I'm know what? I play wicked air guitar. You know what? I think. Well, there. Hey, you might not see this, but they're bad. That's me right there. I am playing the air guitar. You see that right there? Yeah. I'm playing the air guitar right there, man. You know. All right. Let's see what they're saying in the chat room here. Let's see. Yeah, Brett plays the bass, guitar, keyboards, uke, hooky. Yeah, that was uh, that one, that was Chris's saxophone. I borrowed it there, and uh, uh, you know. Yeah, we need to get us a hurdy gurdy player. Oh, you know, I don't know what that is, man. <laughs> Let's see. He bought the saxophone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he plays bass. Does he play? Hey, does he play? Does Brent play bass or does he play bass? It's bass if you're singing. It's bass if you're fishing. Oh, okay, okay. He plays the bass, guitar, keyboards, the uke. Hey, I don't know what a what's a hooky. That I don't know. I don't know what it is either. Oh man. 
Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe he's playing hooky. He he says uh, he says he's writing some songs. He's finishing up one now called Go QRO. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, if you if you have uh, suggestions for uh, you know a song uh, this year, we'll uh, we'll take your suggestions. And uh, well, Brett, you kind of threw us a non sequitur because we were thinking musical instruments, and I don't know of a musical instrument that you play called hooky. I don't know what that is either. Let's see. That's what you. That's when you skip school. Playing hooky. Yeah. 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 Well, it don't look like we're gonna have anybody join us here. Let's see. Another song called Seeking You. Yeah, you know, there is a, uh, there is a ham band, and I got permission there. I think you're in Sweden or somewhere. Uh, you may have seen the video. The guy up on the tower, his wife's up on the tower, and they're singing uh, this ham radio song. Very nicely put together uh, video, and uh, I got permission from him to, to use the uh song you know and show it on the show i'll have to dig that out and uh let you guys see it it's, it's uh it's pretty good he must have he must have recorded it with a drone or something because they're they're pretty high up on a tower and this and they're circling the tower and you know he's in a tuxedo up at the top of the tower holding on and singing and she's below and i think she has a bottle of champagne and she's pouring it in a glass right there it's a neat video yeah. Oh, you'll have to dig that one up. I'll, uh, I'll dig that one up. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to dig it up. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Plays a mean. Yeah, say I play a mean air drum. Phil Collins. Phil Collins song. That's a pretty good song. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I. I I can't wait to date, especially if we get to, if we get the band back together. That's always special. You mean Huntsville? Man. We I mean, yeah, Huntsville. That, that that'd be a special deal if I can just get the band back together, man. Well, I'm I'm yeah. hoping I'm putting the outline together right now, but I'm hoping to have an all new forum at Huntsville. So you're going to need to record that one, Tom. Well, we yeah, or get somebody to do it. We'll figure, we'll try to figure out how to do it. You know, maybe we do a hey, maybe we blew a, do a Blues Brothers theme or something this year. You know. No, no, you did that once before. Yeah, we did that. Was that the, uh, that was, I guess that was a soul man. That was the, yeah, that was that a was soul, the soul man. man. Yeah. Well, we got to do something better. We got to, we got to do better. Okay. He said, let him know what instrument to bring. If you get a bunch of instruments, uh, uh, we'll just have you bring a bunch of them. If you can bring like a couple of guitars, maybe a sax, bring some drums. Yeah, the only instrument I can play is the CD player, so I'm kind of out of luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, man, okay. Well, guys, we've just about finished it for tonight. We'll end this with a video of Glenn and his cats right here. Here we go. <laughs> So you're saying I can ask 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 Just type into question It will read this blank There's the answer code You're the man I've been looking for this for weeks 
So you're saying I can ask. Okay, guys, good night, everybody. It's nine. 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 Turn that off. Hey, guys, send me three. Good night to everybody out there. We had a good time tonight talking about field day. Join us next week. I guess that'd be the July the fourth. What? Hey, what day is July fourth that night? Yeah. What What day is July fourth on next week? Tuesday. Is that right? Well, we'll have to have a we'll have to have some kind of big celebration July fourth on the show. Uh, you guys send me an email or, or get on our Facebook group and, and tell us what we might can do uh, to have a Fourth of July show. You know what? Uh, you know what kind of format we might do, or you know, tell us. Love to do it. We're going to do something special. We try to do something special every every holiday. Good night, everybody. Enjoy having you. Thanks for being with us. All right. Yeah.
Someone else loving. 
A singer in a smoky room A smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on and on and on Strangers waiting Up and down the boulevard Their shadows searching in the night